0: Welcome to the Letters of the Ailu, that translates to Letters of the Family, where three siblings talk supernatural stories with a Latinx twist. Today is our episode, actually our first ever episode, about the infamous the Ojo. but we first want to go ahead and introduce ourselves and give a little spiel of why we're starting the podcast, and let's begin with Grace, because she's the big sister
1: everyone. My name is Grace. I am the eldest of the three siblings that are going to be speaking at in this podcast. Um, This episode is going to be our first episode of many, we hope, to our wonderful podcast called The Letters of the Ilu. Um, we came up with this idea in the middle of the pandemic, we really needed something to do. And we we're like, you know what? We need more of our Latinx community out there spreading the word. And that's why we began this wonderful podcast that we are about to entail with the Ojo. And um, we are excited to be here and hope you enjoy the topics we are going to discuss and talk about as much as we are. And I'm gonna pass it on to Melody. Everything she
0: said. Yes. I'm just kidding. Okay. So my name is Melody. I'm the middle child. And I just wanted to also give a little spiel of like why we started it. It's a lot shorter than Grace's. Um, I just felt like there needs to be more of like a Latinx voice in the supernatural podcast world. And I think it's going to be us guys.
2: Okay. Beto. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey guys. Uh, My name is Beto. (laughs) I am the third child of four. Um, super excited <laughs> to talk about this topic. Um, in general, I'm super hyped for this podcast. Um, uh, I've always wanted to learn more about our culture in general, um, not just ours, but like other Latinx cultures that, like, somehow we all share like same stories, but they're slightly different.
0: Exactly.
2: Um, yeah, so I would love to learn like our similarities, our differences. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Um, yeah, because I I feel like, I don't know, they're just, it's fun to learn about spooky stuff.
0: That was really nice. I like how you mentioned that, like, the Latinx community, we all have different tiny differences in some topics, especially like kind of like spooky stuff, but it all kind of comes from the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the supernatural world connects us. Yep. We're we're about to embark on that journey, especially Mm -hmm. with the topic, the ojo. So, Before we start, I wanted to ask you guys how you guys relate to the Ojo. Is it something that's been around all day, every day with our family? Is it still, like, relevant with, like, your greatest friends on your Instagram feed?
2: How do I relate to it? So, like, I feel as a child, it's so weird because, like, it's just one of those things I never understood. I, I really didn't. Like, it was just that thing Mom, my grandma was scared of you know what I mean like they would say it like be careful for the lojo you know like Ten cuidado. and like we're just like oh you know what I mean? like we just kind of go with yeah. I would I didn't like it was never explained to me like in depth like what the evil eye is and like it was all over the house like it was always under the, like, the doorways it was uh at the entrance of the house um, but I, it wasn't until I was older That I like actually looked into it, just because I started noticing in high school, uh, people like Armenian people were having it like on bracelets and necklaces, and that was like the first time where I saw that and thought, isn't that a Latino thing? Like I just because all like I went to a predominantly Latino community like high school, and we all understood it. And then when we saw like people of other cultures, they're like, oh no, like this is an amazing thing and I was just like huh oh that's kind of cool so that was the first time where like kind of a light bulb went off a little bit but uh
0: yeah
2: yeah it wasn't until high school that I really started to like look into it
0: yeah it's just always been around right and then as I got older, I noticed I even bring it up in conversations, not really thinking about it. It just, <laughs> just becomes like a logical answer for a lot of you. Yeah.
1: You've been <laughs> hexed. The evil eye. Yeah, yeah. I was
2: it stuck in was traffic really again. Hello. Like- Hello. Hello.
0: Yeah, someone gave me the eye, and like, but when younger, I didn't. Not that I didn't believe in it, but I just thought it was something not relevant in my life. And now, again, like I said, I just bring it up in conversations when I'm sure it has nothing to do with it. Okay, so I thought I would start by giving you guys just like a very kind of more or less cut and dry definition of the evil eye from a very credible source, Town and Country Magazine. Have you guys heard of it? (laughs) (laughs) So the reason why I'm going to give you this definition is because of the title of this article. It's the history of the evil eye in ancient civil protection in anxious times. Anxious, anxious times like now. Should we all be wearing the evil eye pendants like Meghan Markle? So that caught my eye, guys. So I'm about to give you guys a definition of it. So by town and country, it's an evil eye is a townsman or amulet designed in the shape of an eye. Traditionally in the colors blue or green that indicates spiritual protection. These townsmen or evil repellents come in different shapes and forms as bracelets, earrings, and rings or it could be hanging in a glass bee form over the main door or entrance of someone's home to keep the hearth protected. What do you guys think? Did you guys like my definition? My town and country? loved it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Sounds like it was like by science today or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's great.
0: You know what else they mentioned? The history of how back the evil eye dates, Ooh. which is the sixth century BC, Oh. And supposedly back then it appeared on drinking vessels. Uh-huh. Or would you drink, you want to make sure no one hexes you, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess so it
1: would be colors. like at the bottom of the cup, or how? Supposedly it's at the
2: sides of the cup. Hmm. Oh I mean, that can like, make I, sense because like you're not watching your surroundings as you're drinking. Uh, you mm-hmm. Like kind of like that middle finger at the bottom of the cup now that's like super trendy. Like you know those books oh. that have like a middle finger, so when like, you're <laughs>
1: sitting oh, on yeah. it, and then you like see the
2: middle finger at the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's
1: kind of like that. Oh, interesting,
0: interesting. So I guess like the first foundings of it was on drinking vessels, but also a lot of scholars mentioned the evil eye, like Plato. Oh, and as we know, Beto mentioned that like yeah, we're Latinx, so we are aware of the evil eye. But if you Google the Google the evil eye. The first thing that comes up is that it's really, really popular in like the Mediterranean West Asia areas, which is for for me was kind of like shocking because I feel like it's so popular in the Latinx community, but also for people who are Jewish, Islamic, Buddhist, and in the Hindu tradition. And I'm sure we were all wondering like who can fall victim to the evil eye. So it turns out anyone can fall victim to the evil eye. But usually it's people who are more like innocent, like children or like pregnant women. And I remember us talking about how like sometimes it could even affect like your pet or animals. Mm. So sometimes someone might give you the evil eye and it might not even land on you. It could even land on your pet, depending on how attached you are to your little pet. So I thought that was insane.
1: Do you guys remember we had that little corgi buddy and we lived in the valley? And yeah. do you remember that it died? And it was started like throwing out like white stuff. And they told we assumed our grandma told them, told us that it had get gone poisoned, but that she thought it was the evil eye. Someone had given us the evil eye and he had absorbed the negative energy. That was weird. I don't remember that. I just thought it yeah. was that horrible neighbor that That's what a, da- a dad said, Remember no, it's just that neighbor that hates us that poisoned our dog because yeah. he would bark a lot because he would snoop around our house. But our yeah. grandmother, more superstitious, said it was like, oh, they gave his evil eye and he absorbed it. That's why he was foamed at the mouth. Oh, animal cruelty trigger. Sorry, guys.
2: That, that I know. Weird. He was only like two years old or three years old. He, he was
1: little. He was like two mm-hmm. or three. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. So speaking of grandma, I remember always thinking of the ojo, but then it's called mal de ojo. And I was like, oh, the evil eye, the mal de ojo. So in the Latinx community, that's what we call it, the mal de ojo. But we more like refer to it regarding like jealousy. It's like a glare, an unaware glare. Mm -hmm. And even someone like us can give it to someone. Like anyone can give the mal de ojo. But the thing is, it's like, does it come from strangers, your family? It could literally be anyone. So with that, I'll pass it on to Gray.
1: Hi, everyone. So I'm going to go a little bit more into depth with the evil eye or mal de ojo. So it has been deeply embedded in Spanish popular culture throughout its history. And Spain is the origin of the superstition in Latin America. In Mexico and Central America, infants are considered at special risk for the evil eye and are often given an amulet bracelet as protection, typically with an eye-like spot painted on, on the amulet. A general description of the evil eye or mal de ojo is a midnight blue circle with a small white circle on the inside, and inside of that is a smaller light blue circle. Lastly, inside of that, there is a black dot-like circle. If you look at a picture, it just looks like an eye, if you think about it. It comes in many different colors, like pink, green, red, etc., but it typically is the colors I previously stated all colors have different meanings. For instance, orange is for happiness and protection. Light blue is used for general protection and peace. Red brings you courage and more energy. Dark blue is used for karma and fate protection, as well as relaxation. Yellow is for protection of health and creates a sharper mind and concentration. Light green is used to help succeed uh, with your dreams. Um, Pink is to protect your friendships, and the list goes on and on. So I guess there's every color has a different meaning. These are just the ones that I found. Um, One traditional cure in rural Mexico involves a curandero, which is a folk (gasps) healer or traditional Mayan doctor. This he, she, or they sweeps a raw chicken egg over the body of the victim to absorb the power of the person with the evil eye. The egg is later broken into a glass with water and placed under the bed of the patient near the head. Sometimes it is checked immediately because the egg appears as it has been cooked. When this happens, it means that the patient did have malujo. Okay, so somehow the mal Mm de ojo has been transferred to the egg and the patient immediately gets well. So what do you, what do they mean by gets well, right? So general symptoms of the mal de ojo is fever, pain, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, and all of this magically goes away once this egg has been like rubbed all over you because it has absorbed all the negative energy from this mal de ojo. Um that's the way so I was you, feeling today. So you needed to go get, you know, a limpia from a curandero.
0: We'll
1: uh, okay. <laughs> and I
0: was
1: saying those things. Why? I'm not. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Yes, sorry. Go ahead. So in traditional Hispanic culture of the southwestern United States and some parts of Mexico, the egg may be passed over the patient in a cross-shaped pattern all over the body while reciting the Lord's prayer. So the one time that I got, no, I'm not going to lie. It's not one. I got this done to me like a couple (laughs) of times. And I I remember whole childhood. (laughs) I remember like the egg passed over my body and like prayers being said over me that I do remember. So this does is accurate. Um, And similar to what I said previously, it says the egg is also placed in in a glass with water, under the bed. I don't remember the whole under the bed and near the head. From my recollection, I just remember them cracking it into like a clear bowl and then just like pawning over it and seeing like, oh, how does it look? How does it look? I never really ask how it it looks or does not look, but um, that I do remember happening to me as a child. For me,
2: all the white went to the middle. And then they were like, spent on it i didn't really understand what that meant at the time because i was like in fourth or fifth grade so i'm like nine years old or 10 at most and then looking back on it i'm like who the fuck hates me this much you know
1: you're like i'm so little who's gonna hate me
2: i got haters at such a young age dude so it was was, i don't know it's definitely an experience it is really creepy because like you don't really think you're, you're not, like, super logical as a child. So when they tell you in madre de ojo and, they're, like, everybody, all the adults are scared, Scared. you're just, like, uh, what's going on?
1: Exactly. Because if your parents are scared, shouldn't you be scared, too? So it just kind of, like, trickles down to you. And you're, like, oh, no, what's going to happen?
2: If they're supposed to protect me. And they're scared?
1: <laughs> of an egg. They're afraid of an egg. Yeah. <laughs> There's uncooked egg. <laughs> love- okay. So- so in, so right now I said Mexico and I said Central America, and now we're moving on to South America. So in some parts of South America, the act of, they call it ojiar. So the male ojo, they call it ojiar, which could be translated as to give someone the evil eye, which is the same thing, is an involuntary act. Someone may ojiar babies, animals, and inanimate objects just by staring and admiring them. So this could even be like to a car you know, something like oh. that. Um, this may produce illness, discomfort, or possibly death on babies or animals and failures are on inanimate objects like cars or houses. So like your car doesn't start and you have a brand new car, you're like, Oh my God, hialo." you know, something like that, which I don't know, <laughs> kind of a little out there. So it's a common belief that since this is an involuntary act made by people with mm. the heavy look, Now, going back to this Uh heavy look, I remember we had a Thea. She wasn't really our Thea. Do you guys remember Thea Gina? (gasps) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you remember how she had...
1: Yeah, she's your godmother. Do you remember how she had huge eyes? Like someone else we know. (laughs) Well, I remember... Don't give yourself away, Grace. (laughs) I remember my mom telling us, like, oh, yeah, she has a heavy stare. That's why whenever she would look at you, you would get upset. So I guess, like, I mean... I don't know. There's just some people like when they're staring, they like, you know, they're looking at you. Um, Okay. So the proper way. Common
0: thing though, like you, you're somewhere and you feel someone stare and it's like, it's creepy. You feel it. It It is. It's like, you can't, you can't see it. That your third eye sees it. I made that up. I don't know. how How do you feel it? Right. How do you feel something that you can't see? That is no sense, guys. This is going somewhere else.
1: But yes, tell me more. <laughs> so the proper way of protection is by attaching a red ribbon to the animal, baby, or object, in order to attract the gaze to the ribbon rather than to the object intended to be protected. So as you can see, like sometimes cars have like the evil eye hanging or they have like a little string. You know, I, as you've seen, or like, like you said, at our house, it had like the eye at the entrance of our home outside and stuff just to protect our home, you know? So, um, different ways of protecting your surroundings in general and yourself. So we discussed Mexico, central and south, and just real quickly to go over the colors in different places. So in Turkey or in Greece and surrounding countries, the most popular evil eye charm color is blue turkey oh. is in a dry part of the world where water is precious uh with water things prosper and grow and without it things shrivel and die the color blue reminds people of fresh cool water in the jewish face faith, faith the color red is often associated with luck and good fortune so red is also a popular color so i think like depending on the culture they give like the color that is more appealing to them um yeah. Then I'm gonna real quickly jump into resurgences. Right now, as you can see, the evil eye is very popular. You guys see it like on pillowcases, sold like at Home Goods, right? Yoga studios, West Elm, Pottery Barn. Okay, yeah, it's everywhere. So Kim K, Kim Kardashian, has been photographed on numerous occasions sporting bracelets and headpieces featuring the symbol. While fashion model Gigi Hadid jumped on the trend in late 2017, announcing that she would be launching the I Love Shoe Line with Stuart Weidman. Um, The Evil Eye has been a recurrent motif in fashion over the years from the necklace worn by Willow Smith for Chanel Eyewear campaign to Ellie Saab's eye embellishment dresses from the Spring 2017 Couture Collection. But more recently, the trend has intensified. I wonder why. Like, you think about it, why has the trend intensified? Why all of a sudden? Oh,
0: it happened like 10 years ago. I forget what happened. Someone brought it over. I, I read about it. But it was like probably in the last 10 years that it got super popular. I feel like I it remember also,
2: what. everybody thought the world was going to end in 2012. Really? <laughs> in
0: 2012? Oh, maybe.
2: Like, I feel like somewhere around that time frame, everybody started wearing it. And then, you know, I don't know if you noticed, things have just slowly gotten worse and worse and worse. Oh,
0: yes, the pandemic. I <laughs> <laughs> forgot about it. That's why I read that article. It was like during anxious times. Meghan Markle yeah. wears her evil eye. and I was like, I got to read this.
2: Yeah, so I mean things haven't really gotten too much better since 2012, I'd say.
1: It has not. You're very right. It it's has not.
2: Yeah. Really you know? So I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence.
1: Yeah maybe it just is a coincidence. I just see it everywhere now. Like coach I think came out with something like different brands are coming out. You see it everywhere.
2: Like spirituality became really popular and like mm. Spirituality. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, something. Oh. Really nice?
1: And then a fun fact to wrap that up to wrap myself up, it would be like in general when you wear jewelry. So for example, if you were to wear the evil eye and it breaks or you just lose it but mostly if it breaks it means that someone gave you the evil eye and that your jewelry your evil eye that you're wearing protected you so it broke cuz it took the impact of the hit of the evil eye <laughs> so dramatic i love I <laughs> it so i mean i don't know if that's true or not but i believe it i i that's why i wear i wear my anklet cuz it's supposed to protect me from you know the evil eye or the evil stare
2: I had, like an evil eye keychain and i was just taking my keys out and out of nowhere like it got caught and just ripped into pieces and then oh much about this this was like in 2015 16 somewhere around the time frame and i remember telling like, my fiance and then she told her friend and like oh. Josh already like joss was already like heard about this and i was telling them and joss still gasped mm-hmm. when i said it
0: <laughs> the
2: second time and the friend was like they both reacted at the same time like oh my good like like wow um so yeah they were shocked they looked at me like I shouldn't be alive <laughs> like, when I told them this so um the friend was Mexican and my fiance is Guatemalan so obviously like they get it you know yeah um, yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I-, I didn't i didn't think anything of it like i just try to like tie it together and i just put it on my car instead of my keychain because it wouldn't go on my keychain and then i remember telling mom after and she was just like Uh oh "Oh my goodness i thought she was just like about a call a cent like right there there."
0: yeah i um, I don't
2: think I, i mean i guess something's happened to me but it wasn't like it was like like small events rather than like illnesses you know so I don't know maybe just like I said coincidence
1: yeah I think it is I mean I don't know I don't know if coincidence or not but sometimes when you think about it more it kind of happens more or you notice these things because if you're not really thinking about it you're like ah moving on ah this happened but when you actually pay attention a little more you're like oh my god what if it is the evil eye Like <laughs> like, I'm thinking, <laughs>
2: I'm like, maybe it was the evil eye because a lot of bad things did happen but like like what uh, like, just missed opportunities at work that just, like, kept reoccurring No, it didn't matter what I did, so I'm like, coincidence? I don't know. So, uh, yeah.
0: Coincidence? I think not, but
2: mm. yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: E- In- oh. Interesting. Can, it's okay. I know we wanted to bring up the healing how do we heal ourselves from the evil eye and also if we could explain to everyone our favorite like
1: limpia stories.
2: oh wait have we explained what the evil eye even looks like
1: yeah i explained it how it's like a color within a color within a color and <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. it looks like I an eye
2: so it's a it's a giant blue eyeball <laughs> yeah um i have a like just a few different ways on how to cure it uh grace went over some the only other ones that i have that are different is that i guess in some parts of central america uh people keep the umbilical cords of babies on the eye sockets of babies like when they're born um thank you and this one it gets a little bit more vague this is written by latin times uh, some pe- some believe that babies can be protected from the evil eye by an azabache, a common gemstone that's jet black, um, combined with red stones or glass. And then in some parts of Spain, uh, in the northern region, or no, this was in Murcia, uh, they employ the Cruz de Caravaca, a double cross associated associated with Jesuit priests and the Knights Templar Crusaders. That's pretty nuts. Some northern provinces of Spain, anthropologists have argued that bronze has been used for thousands of years to protect various superstitions that evolved into mal de ojo, while other cowbells are believed to chase away evil eye spirits.
0: Cowbells.
2: That's interesting. Interesting.
1: interesting. Yeah. Never heard of those cures, but okay.
2: Yeah, I'm like, the umbilical cord thing is pretty intense. And um, if you're just your average, uh millennial or gen z or whatever you are you can go to wiki how and there's a 15 step guide (laughs) cure mal de ojo um they used to say a pink coral bracelet some say oil oh the salt method i feel like everybody's seen that that's a sicilian one um yeah we'll put it in the the link method oh my god it
1: even has pictures
2: yeah so oh my god how cool uh, i don't know mel can you see it or do you have you seen, have you found it? I'll put it in the chat just in case.
0: Yeah, put in the chat.
1: That is so interesting. the Wiki how? Wiki knows everything.
2: Oh, so, um, they might not have a santeta, but I mean, you'll you can, you can be <laughs> your own you need to be your own hero in twenty twenty one.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Be your own hero. <laughs> Yeah cuz I mean we've been through different limpias and different experiences and I wouldn't I wouldn't say that things changed after but I would say they were experiences that I'll never forget
1: definitely cuz
0: like I, I remember telling you guys about my most remem- the most rememberable limpia was where like I went through a ring of fire and <laughs> I had to spit out rum and then I had to smoke a cigar and then in the cigar there would be the letter of the person who was gonna portray me. It was like the most romantic experience <laughs> I've ever experienced. It was also my last one 10 years ago and I haven't gone back because it was that like traumatizing. I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, like I know I want to go back and get one after I graduate, but like that was that was, that was enough of an experience to last me like 10 years of just like whoa. I,
2: was I remember now that you bring up the cigar I vaguely remember she didn't tell me I feel like she probably didn't tell me everything she probably told Grace her mom everything but I remember I had to do the cigar thing but it was like a reverse like you didn't smoke the you didn't smoke it the right side you were supposed to you're supposed to grab the burning end and blow out instead of yeah smoking. uh-huh yeah. I blew out and then I passed it to her and like I said the people that are supposed to protect you when you see that they get scared you're like oh fuck so wait
0: I-, I think maybe we should explain from the beginning how our limpias like the outline of how it was so they get a better understanding of our limpias because this wasn't just like limpia we just like googled and like hired on postmates or something guys this was like a family person who helped us out in this Dear situation of us, instead of you know going to therapy, we're like limpias <laughs> all around.
2: Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> hey, mental health. No, I need to call the Santera. Yeah,
0: that's
2: absolutely okay, true. So Who
0: wants to explain it?
2: So Basically, she's you want on, to explain it 100% legit. She was on Doce Corazones.
1: Um, oh like- yeah, <laughs> oh my god, she was on Doce Corazones. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> you <know that>
2: really?
1: <laughs> I remember that she would say the astrology, (laughs) right? I don't remember how many
2: episodes, but she was on a few.
1: On a few episodes. So I forget what
0: was going on in our lives that we all got limpias kind of around the same time, more or less. But her limpias were always kind of set up the same way. And it was a limpia. So it was meant to like cleanse whatever was on you, either the evil eye or a hex, something. But I know my memory's not so great. So I don't know if you guys wanna explain what happened first. I know like she would read your cards and then from there was a cigar and it was rum and a ring of fire.
1: What, do you yeah, the of it? yeah, and then she would like put like basil. I think it was basil, the green leaf that she would like rub all over our bodies. I mean, we were clothed, guys. We were clothed oh, with and holy
0: everything. Water. She would yeah, with holy, wa- holy water, with <laughs> the basil, or the leaves.
2: Yeah, I remember, like, being basil. scared the first time she did it because they don't explain this to you. Like they're just there like in go- your eyes, and then you're next. Thing you know, you're whipped by a fucking basil. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs>
0: yeah
1: I remember I that. she's like
0: chanting a prayer at the same time
1: yeah yeah I don't know was the prayer like something was it like a religious prayer I see. she was just saying words right I don't remember the whatever she was saying
2: they I'm sure they have to teach them something at like Santero University you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a, have a script like they can't just be like evil be away you know
0: what I mean <laughs> It'll It'll be it was, <laughs> it was legit but like I'm saying like it was an experience like again that that was 10 years ago and I don't know if I'll get that like you know special number one
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> special number two yeah, but like you know this lady was committed like it's wild how tantedos are you know like she wore white for a year like that was she it did. like yeah. it was part of the religion you know
0: yeah, she's still in business, guys. We'll probably give you. We'll link in her Instagram because she's still. That's her career. Like she's legit, but like we haven't gone back, guys, because it was an intense, an intense limpia that yeah. lasted us ten years. That was money well spent. Limpia that lasted ten years. Some stuff that came true.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't hate
0: it. Yeah, agree. Yeah, so I mean, on a personal level, if you have the, if you think you have the evil eye. There is always limpias, guys. You can do it online or you can go to therapy.
1: Western medicine, Santeros, it's up to you. It is a mindset or whatever floats your boat, you know, or if a cheaper route. Mind you guys, this is not cheap. Getting a limpia like that, done, it is not cheap. So there are cheaper routes. They give you like rose baths. I don't know if anybody, like I remember getting a rose bath. That's cheaper. They I give you like, got a rose bath. A gallon uh, of like some I've liquid that's brown. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> apple cider vinegar or some shit. Or like, I don't know. I don't know. But uh what I was gonna finish saying is like when I got that limpia. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, that's limpia, <laughs> I, it was, I remember blowing out of the cigar and she like goes to look at it and like she vaguely shows me, like I vaguely remember her showing me. And it's a skull on the burnt end. <gasps> and, Did like, you
1: see the skull like like you saw it?
2: Saw the skull. And then I was just like, like maybe my eyes are just like like at first I was like, I'm dead. I'm gonna die. Like like I I should <laughs> to who am I gonna give my it's skateboard? Like in Harry Potter
0: mentors.
2: Yeah, I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. Yeah, I, like 14, 15. I don't know. Uh, so I don't I don't know what it meant. Uh, To be honest, at that time, though, like, in all honesty, I think I was like, I was so fucking going up my own boat. I think I I just kind of like shrugged it off. But I know I got a little worried when she was just like, 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 even she looked a little worried. And then she didn't tell me what it meant. She was just kind of like, and then just stayed quiet. And next thing you know, like, she goes talk to you. I don't remember if it was Grace or mom. And like, they're having like a secret meeting in the corner. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like I'm burning in my ring of fire you wouldn't do I- anything
1: <laughs> yeah so just, it
0: doesn't mm. seem good you know? I'm chugging the rum in the corner <laughs> yeah
1: like, this is a great Cuban
0: party
2: yeah so. Roman cigars
0: <laughs> that was the most
2: memorable one mm.
0: so in order to save money on that guys wear the evil eye bracelet
1: <laughs> ask for a rose bath instead hmm Or fun. just go to Western therapy. You know, yeah. good old therapy. Oh yeah. Therapy.
0: Therapy. And you know, guys, don't be haters. Don't be a hater and give anyone the evil eye. Okay. Don't be mm-hmm. jealous. Don't be jelly. You have big eyes like Grace. You can't help it. But you know <laughs> better, you do better.
2: Um <laughs> mentioned real quick that there's uh three types of evil eyes. So even if people don't oh, give out the evil eye they might still give up the evil eye. Uh, so briefly, uh, okay. first one is unconscious evil eyes. So these harm people and things without intending to. So it may look like, right. you, it may be the look you give someone on a quick glance, the rolling of your eyes when they say something or do something, the thoughts that go mm-hmm. through your mind are not spoken aloud against someone. These actions and thoughts are sent out negative energy toward that person without you even realizing it. So that's the first one. Mel, you roll your eyes a yeah. lot, you're a hater. I
0: do. (laughs) When I roll my eyes, it's not unintentional. It is intentional or unintentional, but it's not towards anyone.
1: It's just her natural state of being, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like
2: I said, even her dog rolls her eyes.
0: I know. (laughs) Holly does roll her eyes.
2: All right. The second type is what we considered with intention. Uh, It's the gossip you spread about someone, the rage you feel toward another, the stare down or cursing, you know, when someone cuts you off with their car on the road, then slows down right off. You scream and holler at the car, thinking every possible bad thing that can happen to them. And then it actually happens. This is level two. Voicing aloud the evil curse, the evil eye curse, even if yourself do not invoke harm you've made it known aloud either verbally or with the extreme body language as you stare down or fingers finger sign salute them. Uh, and the yeah. on, last one is uh, the unseen the unseen well that is whole different. Okay. I don't know. That's a weird way to put it. I'll make sure to it's this. All right. The last one is uh, premeditated evil. So this is the scariest. With layers involved in doing harm onto others, there are many different causes, jealousy, envy, coveting that will cause this type of evil in other words your good fortune is affected by someone's jealousy so some sort of bad luck may happen to you as a result like feeling bad physically or psychologically this is a. this is exactly why an armful of evil eye bracelets oh wow then there's a picture like we'll put this link in the bio uh there's somebody wearing like five bracelets in this one so oh wow
0: (laughs) that's over the top (laughs) yeah a lot
2: um so yeah, don't don't be evil. I mean, I'm sure at one point we've all done the last one, um, <laughs> that person. Uh, but I know as a child you don't think like like things make you upset when you're like I don't know in the fourth grade, some kid did better or whatever. you know. True,
0: true. I just think it's really cool that the evil eye that the evil eye is not cool, but it's cool that the evil eye is in every culture. It's, What is it? Oh.
2: One thing I didn't say. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, Tell me. No, okay. keep going, and I'll bring it up.
0: No, my thought lost me. This oh. happens like all the time. Oh. I'll just you ha- like mid sentence, <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Whoa, what happens? <laughs> 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 Whoa. Have <laughs> that happen in front of mom? She was so concerned. <laughs> so to save the ending of this podcast, but though, yes, please finish,
2: <laughs> go ahead. Um, one thing uh, that I found was interesting, I need to find it again, uh, I'll find it again, uh, mm-hmm. to put in the link, but um, there's, like, stories and legends of, like, how it originally started with the color blue, and um, oh. Grace mentioned it off script or off screen or whatever, um, that there's, like, controversy um yes. she was telling me about or she was telling us about how it would, may have been because uh blue was one of like the easiest colors uh to make at the time make, yes and then mm-hmm. another one that i had read was uh, during like times of like bad times basically the people that colonizing like, yeah the people that caused the most damage and hate and evil were people with blue eyes
0: and to it's like,
2: huh? debatable and arguable because like, I yeah. don't know, people in the Middle East suffered a lot, I'm sure. And uh, then coincidentally, in like Latin America, like Spanish people, you know, they're all white. So it, it makes sense why yeah. it was adopted with the blue eye in Latin America. Obviously, it's, it's not a for sure thing, but that'd be that hurt b-
0: my heart. But it does make sense, though. Yeah. It
2: does. It was like Even if it wasn't war and, like, pillaging, it was, like, disease.
1: Brought one um, thing or another.
2: Yeah, so. That's um, yeah, pretty well. Sorry hurt to hurt my novel. soul.
0: The truth. So, in conclusion, guys, buy your evil eye talisman on Amazon. They're and super- thank you so much for listening. What happened?
2: They're super cool, like, they're they're super cheap i like the like the little gold ones with the bracelets there's necklaces there's earrings
1: they are there are they're all over the place you know and different price ranges there's like if you want to be super extra there's for that too and if you just need a very nice simple one it there's also there it looks really delicate and cute just get yourselves one on amazon or kim k's line I haven't seen her line. I'm sorry, guys. I'm promoting it. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but I, I just saw her wearing it.
0: <laughs> the Kardashian effect.
1: <laughs> um, well, yeah, guys. Well, and thank you so much for listening in. And um, to our first episode, we're very happy for you all to be here and listening to us rant about our Latinx community.
0: It was fun with you guys, especially about the evil eye and be on the lookout for
1: our next episode bye everybody bye Bye, everyone bye